Slow down, boy. Boy. Boy! Look at me! Look at me, boy! Boy! Inside, boy. Boy! Beneath the floor. Boy. Boy. Here. Boy. Boy? You are in your head, boy. And we will go home, boy. No place for a boy. Come, boy. Now, boy. Come, boy. 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 Boy? Boy! Wait for me, boy! Boy. Hey, Storm. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Frantic Thoughts, the podcast brought to you by Synergy. Full of synergistic synergy. Synergy. Buy it at your local Synergy store. Synergy. It's a stupid word, isn't it? Anyway, welcome to Frantic Thoughts podcast. It's a podcast all about video games and entertainment and little dumb jokes like that. It also has a little bit of a vlog element to it, a little bit of a bloggy element to it, where I talk about my week as well. So, what I'm going to do is start the podcast like I always do with the topic of the week. I'm looking over at my cat. She has uh, had a week where she likes to bug me. <laughs> uh, God of War, it lives up to the hype. That's what I wanted to talk about. I am in love with the brand new God of War game. It's an incredible achievement, I think. It's impressive. I turned it on. I actually have a regular PS4 and I have a 1080p TV. Letting you know that ahead of time because that's actually a good question because this game apparently takes really good cues and it takes really good advantage from for the PS4 Pro's power for 4k or whatever you want to say but i'm having a blast just playing it on a regular playstation 4 on 1080p and it's beautiful it's stunning it's one of the best looking games i've ever seen it's up there with horizon zero horizon zero dawn almost said it weird i like i can feel i was gonna say it weird anyway um god of war is pretty damn cool uh obviously i'm not going to spoil any plot elements i'm going to talk a little bit about the gameplay uh, nothing too in-depth, so not really any spoilers, st- stuff you probably already know about the game. But I want to talk about what I like the most about it, and it's probably going to be a short discussion because I don't want to spoil anything from this game. kind of want people to go in blind. First off, if you haven't played this game, or you don't know anything about God of War, which is kind of hard to avoid lately, at least the last couple weeks, but you don't need to have played the original trilogy to get into this game. I'm going to say that right up front. It's a whole new setting. So it's basically Kratos, which is the main character from the original trilogy, in a brand new mythology. He's a god from a different mythology inside of the Norse mythos. And he is a person out of time, out of, not out, out of time, out of place. He's displaced from where he is known for, what he, uh, where he is used to being he's displaced from that so he's kind of like in this different world um they haven't really delved into that too much in my playthrough so far i'm about 15 hours in but it is an interesting idea um the gameplay has changed significantly so the camera is actually very tight it's a third person game just like the original god of war but the other god of war they would have cinematic camera angles as you went through the world the way they do the camera in this new god of war is it's behind the shoulder very very close to kratos as you go through the world and it is a camera that never cuts that's the you know hook that's what they wanted to do with this camera 
Um, I was worried when I first saw gameplay for this game that I thought it was going to feel claustrophobic. And at first, you kind of do feel a little claustrophobic. You're not really sure how to function or control and how to kill enemies that are behind you, to the side of you, or whatever. But they actually do make it very reasonable to play. You have a quick turn button, which is on the down D-pad, which will make you turn a complete 180 really quickly. So that's one plus. And they actually have little indicators on, this, on the screen. If you have a purple, it's a projectile red, you're about to get hit from the side. So that's helpful too. So the pulled in camera actually makes the combat feel very visceral. It makes it feel pretty intense to play. So pretty much it plays sort of like a Dark Souls game. Not in the bad way, not in the overly difficult way. This game isn't super hard. I am playing on balanced mode. They, I think this is probably the medium setting. Um, it might be. It's not easy because there's one below it. So it's kind of like they have like an easy, medium, hard, very hard, and then like a super, super hard. And I'm playing on medium. It's like balanced but fair combat, something like that. I haven't died too much. It kind of feels challenging but not super challenging to me and I kind of like the setting I have it on I bumped it up for a little bit for a couple hours and I was like I'm not really having as much fun because I kept getting just, just destroyed and I'm, I don't know I want to have a good time with the game um, maybe in the future when I get beat the game and I get like a you know a new setup or something I'll play this game again I, I, I always play my games again if I like them a lot this is definitely going to be a game I play again in the future but it plays a lot like Dark Souls L1 and R2 R R1 and R2 on the PS4 controller. R1 is going to be the light attack and R2 is a heavy attack. Uh, so light attack is quick, successive hits. You can just tap R1, you keep slashing. If you hit the R2, it's going to be a little bit more slow and a little more deliberate, but more powerful attacks. You can also hold down L2 and then it'll uh, have your, you hold your axe behind your head and you can throw the axe into enemies and you can use a strong throw or a light throw with the R1 and R2. You also have a shield, and it basically pops up when you hit L1. So you can do parries. You can throw the axe at another enemy, freeze him. It's a, it's an ice axe. I didn't say that originally. You throw the axe. You can freeze an enemy, and then start beating the crap out of somebody else with your fist. Pull up your shield, block them. There is a lot of different nuanced combat mechanics in this game. And that's where I find my most joy when I play this game. Like I. I love going into a combat situation, seeing different type of enemies, and th thinking, okay, how am I going to take all these guys down? And that's half the fun of this game. And um, I enjoy the, the story is really good, too. Of course, everybody is uh, making fun of it, including me. Boy, boy, get over here. Boy, boy, boy. He does say boy a lot. He doesn't call him by his name. He calls him by boy. He calls him boy. Boy, don't do that. Boy, come here. Boy, you failed me. Boy, you suck. <laughs> it, it it does feel a little repetitive after a while. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that, but the voice acting is great. I don't know. I, I love the characters. Um, he's just this. Kratos being a father is pretty much one of the weirdest things because in the original games he's like kill 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 kill. I'm angry. Revenge. Kill 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 kill. Oh, let's have sex with these girls. Kill 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 kill. Revenge. Angry. Lather, rinse, repeat, kill, revenge, kill. You know what I mean? That's all it was about. Of course, you're killing a lot of things in the new game, but also you're teaching your son and you're protecting him and you're trying to scatter ashes from your dead 
spouse. And you you learn that in the trailers. So sorry if you didn't want to know that. It's just it's part of the game. It's a main plot point of the game. There's a lot more to it. A lot, a lot more to it. There's stuff that I would not want to spoil. There's some there's characters in here I won't want to talk about because they're great and they're kind of fun to just experience for yourself. But um, I'm having so much fun with this game. Uh, every single time they take you to a new area, I'm kind of blown away a little bit more. They always try to do something different with each section of the game you go in. Uh, some sections are more focused on puzzles. Some are more focused on combat. And the combat is just... It, they actually have skill trees inside of the um, menus and you can level up you get XP and you level up your character and you can get different moves that if you uh, combo this move with this move you get this and I don't want to uh, spoil that as either because it's kind of fun to discover what they have in store with that but the skill trees are a lot of fun to build out and to fill out and then learn all the new combat maneuvers and it's, it's a lot of fun. And apparently this game has some sort of turning point. I don't think I've reached it quite yet. And uh, I'm actually going to play right after I'm done with this show. Um, but, yeah. Uh, they say there's some kind of turning point that kind of blows people's minds. So I'm looking forward to that. I haven't got to it. Uh, I've been doing a lot of the side stuff. It actually has a little open world hub area where you can go and do different stuff in this little open world. I don't want to explain even spoil what that is but there's an area where you can go and uh do different quests obviously i i love this game this game is actually my game of the year i haven't found a game that i liked quite this much i can only go to the game i can think i've liked a lot this year was celeste but that's a totally different thing um this game is my favorite triple a game at least this year so far so hopefully it, it continues on an upward trend and we get more great great games like this i just everything about this game the, from the graphics to the story to the music to the sound effects when you throw that axe and then you recall it you can recall it back in right and it's like the coolest feeling the first time you do it. you throw that thing out zoom, right you're fighting somebody beating the crap out of somebody else and like okay i'm gonna get my axe back you hit triangle that axe will fly through all the enemies, and then you just grab that thing. It's like Odin's hammer or something. Just zoom, zoom, and it makes like a cool zoom sound. And it just sounds so cool, looks so cool, makes like a little like ice little effect. It looks awesome and feels awesome. You just feel like a badass playing that game, and that that's pretty much the the point of this type of combat. You want to feel visceral. You want to feel like you're making an impact, and you really do when you play this game. Um, like I said, um, it lives up to the hype. Um, the, the the review scores, I can see where they're coming from. I can see some of the the complaints that other people have had. The few people that have, but this game getting tens, I can see why. And I don't know where it lies for me yet. I'm only about, like I said, maybe ten to fifteen hours in. I don't know. I, I don't have that. The game doesn't have a timer. I wish every game had timers on it, so I can. I like to know how about how many hours I play of something. I probably should have timed myself, but I don't know. Um, I'd say about 12 hours ish give or take um but uh the the thing i like a lot about the side quests in this is that they actually are rewarding a lot of times you play a, an open world game and you do side quests you kind of feel like i kind of just checked a box and that's all i did and here you actually get stuff that gives you new uh like little things you can slot into your armor new abilities lots of really cool stuff you get like uh stuff 
like steel and stuff where you can upgrade your armor. It has armor too, which is weird for a God of War game. You can upgrade your armor. You can. This game has a lot to it. It's it's really really fun and um. I kind of really haven't played anything like it. It has a lot of elements from other things, and it kind of has a God of War like essence to it, like from the original trilogy. You kind of can feel that okay, this is that bombastic game from the past, but it's kind of more mature. Like they brought it more mature and less immature, less about having sex with goddesses or you know just ripping heads off of things. You still do that, but it's not the main central focus. There is actually a through line that matters. And, of course, you got to beat up some demons to get there. But um, it's not as... It doesn't in, take all the gore and just embrace... I mean, it embraces it, of course, but it doesn't uh, just focus on it, I guess. I, I had another word in my head, but I lost it. it it's fine. Um, but, yeah, like the original God of War games, it's all about, oh, I just killed this guy in blood just oozed everywhere and we did this uh quick time event where i hit triangle four times and bam his head exploded you know it has some of that in there a little bit but the story of father and son the relationship you actually it grows and changes and this new setting in this new world is just breathtaking so i i recommend you guys at least give it a shot if if you if you're waiting maybe wait for a sale or whatever if you're that kind of gamer but if you're into that action adventure style game, um, this game plays a lot like Dark Souls on a harder difficulty. You actually have to roll and you have to use the timing of your attacks so you don't get just this decimated because the har harder difficulties are hard. And yeah, God of War. It's, it lives up to the hype. It's an amazing game. Check it out if you have a PlayStation 4. And uh, a lot of people are actually buying PlayStation 4s for this game specifically, so... That's pretty interesting and fascinating. I hear like a knock in my bedroom. That was weird. Can you stop, dog? Okay, she's done. Oh, it's really bright. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I'm getting situated. Okay, sorry. <sighs> All right, I'm going to get my timer here for my recommendation minute. So the topic of the week is over. Got a war. Fantastic game. I'm going to get my minute here. This one's this going to be a fun, fun one. I'm going to try to read this. I wrote it down. Okay, you guys ready? And recommendation minute is a minute. I recommend something. This week's a little weirder. We're gonna, we're doing this though. And three, two, one, go. Mac and cheese recipe. Boil sixteen ounce large elbow noodles. You gotta get another pot. Make a sauce. One pint of heavy whipping cream. One stick of butter. One half cup extra sharp cheddar. A half cup of gouda. A one cup of Colby Jack. And then sprinkle any other cheese in there that you like. I personally like blue cheese. Melt it. Put the tender noodles in a casserole dish, probably like an 8x6. Put your sauce on there. Sprinkle a small amount of powdered parmesan, breadcrumbs, and then shred any of those cheeses you like. Make it melty and gooey as much as you want. I like to take a ham, piece of ham, slice of ham, like a ham steak, dice it up, throw, uh, fry it up a little bit, throw it in there, mix it in. Put your cheese, put your uh, parm, your breadcrumbs, and then you bake it in the oven. 350, 10 to 15 minutes. Take it out. Perfect, amazing, immaculate mac and cheese. <sighs> that was a minute. <laughs> I thought that'd be fun. 
And uh, just a little tip for that. Any cheese is good. I just picked ones that I like to use. So, yep. Uh, let's see. I did my topic of the week. We're going to go into what's happening. What have I been up to this past week? And all I wanted to talk about is I have went to the media, movie theater four different times to see four different movies. And I'm going to mention something. I have this app that I've been using. So I've been going to the movies and I've been using it since Ready Player One came out. So it's only been a month or so probably. Um, it's called Letterboxd. L-E-T-T-E-R-B-O-X-D. There's no E between the X and the D. So letter letter B-O-X-D. And then they have a website and they have an app. And I made an account on there and it's Frantic. So it's letterbox.com slash Frantic. And every single time that I do watch a movie, I give it a star rating and I give it a little mini review. And it's been like kind of like a little exercise for me to keep writing. And it's one of those things I can think of a cool little review really fast and then share it on social media and be like hey this is how i feel about these movies and then it's a diary of movies i've seen i can look back on and see what i felt about them at the time which is pretty cool and you can also that actually has actually has another feature in there where you can do i watched it again and then re-review it if you want to which is a lot of fun so the four movies i watched this week and two of them i really liked two of them i I thought were pretty good so we're gonna start with one i really liked i i went we went back and we re-watched isle of dogs so if you didn't listen to the show a couple weeks ago we went and saw isle of dogs in about 45 minutes to an hour in the movie cut off and the power went out in the theaters so we used our card we got our little uh extra movie card and oh actually we used that the next day we used our movie pass for this one we went and saw isle of dogs and that movie is is, is amazing uh, the, from the stop motion animation to the standard beautiful Wes, Ander, Wes Anderson framing. He frames every single shot beautifully. The story was touching, captivating. I, I had a, a great time watching it. and I, I love animated movies like that. It really m- reminded me of sort of like a Studio Ghibli movie, kind of like an anime style movie, but with a little bit of more of a Western influence to it. Um, I love the music. I love the style and the idea behind the characters the human characters speaking japanese and being translated when needed be but the dogs speaking english and then you so you understand what the dogs are thinking and saying but what the when the humans talk there's a translation and uh, a language barrier which was a really interesting concept um i love the way that they did the stop motion and then they added like real cell animation in there and then they add a little bit of cg you can kind of see here and there it's just it's a stunning movie and i i absolutely loved it so that's a recommended recommendation right there in itself we also saw rampage which we saw these movies in four days we saw four movies in four days so we saw a movie one day and then a movie the next day then we didn't see one for a day and then next day we saw two movies and we were just i don't know in in that mood so um we saw rampage it was okay it's a disaster movie. It's loosely based on the, the arcade game, which the arcade game really doesn't have much of a story. Um, I thought it was fine. Um, the CG monkey actually was pretty funny. There's funny parts between him and The Rock. But kind of forgettable. I mean, it, it's, it's worth like one watch. You, you'll probably have a good time with it if you, if you want to see something silly and 
bombastic and crazy, but it, it didn't really blow me away or anything. And then the the yesterday, this is yesterday, we saw two movies. Um, um, that's all I'm going to say. Rampage. I don't have much to say about that one. It was okay. Uh, the rock, the rock's good as always, but you know it's the rock, so you know what to expect. Blockers. We saw blockers. So if you've seen the logo for it, it's basically like a rooster, aka cock, and then blockers. Yeah. Uh, that's the type of movie we're going here for here, guys. It's kind of like a raunchy teen comedy, uh, but it actually focuses on the adults, the parents more than the teens. Uh, basically, the teens have a sex pact, and the adults are trying to stop them. Yeah, dumb, dumb concept for a movie. Uh, I saw the trailers, and I kind of hated the trailers. But then when I, when I saw the movie, I actually had a lot of legitimate laughs, like gut laughs, like, and it's it's, it's a funny movie. I uh, has a lot of good jokes and funny moments and really awkward scenes and really funny scenes it's it's definitely one of those dumb comedies that you watch just for fun if you want to just have a light in the mood and have a good time it it's it's a good time and i mean it's definitely not the most perfect movie ever but it's it's just funny so yeah if you if you need a good laugh and and you're into like more uh i would say more adult humor um with stupid there's a part it's in the trailer but they do a butt bong and it has uh john cena with a butt bong butt beer bong and uh that scene's stupid as hell but i was laughing and it's dumb and stupid but it's a good time so worth it i mean i i i came out like hey that was fun i might watch that again sometime when i want a stupid comedy to watch which sometimes you just need <laughs> so we used uh they gave us a card when we were basically lost power at the Isle of Dogs a couple weeks ago. So we used that card to see second movie that day. And we saw A Quiet Place. And this movie is fucking awesome. A Quiet Place is... Okay, so there is the complaints. People were making lots of sounds and ruining the movie. There was a group of people. Okay, if you guys go to the movie theater, please be respectful of the other people watching the movie with you. God damn it there's always somebody has to be a dick okay we had a group of guys and they kept getting up and walking in front of the screen and they would dump like they would go doom, 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 with their feet as they were walking hi storm come here yeah <laughs> oh god she has to come here all right well she wants to annoy me or meow at me but she doesn't want attention i guess you don't want attention Come here. Come here. I got gotcha. you. How are you? Okay. Anyway, <laughs> she actually came. So they kept getting up. I guess they were getting popcorn, whatever. Meh. And then um, they kept walking in front of the screen during like very quiet moments in this movie. This movie has pure moments of pure silence. So the main premise of A Quiet Place is... There are monsters in the world that are killing people, but they can't see. And they use kind of like a sonar tracking. But the only way they uh, find people is through sound and noises. And noises is what they see, basically. Uh, they, I guess they would see the sound waves, basically. So, to stay alive in this world, you have to be quiet. You cannot make any noise. You can make the littlest amount of noise possible. And basically, there's this family surviving in this 
apocalyptic world with these giant like creatures i don't want to really even describe what they look like because it's kind of cool to see them in the movie like yeah i'm not going too much in in detail on this movie but it's super cool to see this unique concept and they actually fulfill this concept they actually take the idea it's so simple but it's perfectly done and the way they show these creatures and the way that the these this family has to live in silence and pure silence they can't even talk to each other they have to mouth things and do sign language and stuff and it's just it's scary in a good way like i don't know any scary movies never like truly terrify me but it was pretty thrilling and suspenseful i want to watch it again i came out of it like man that was so good i want to see it again so that's a definite recommend too so definitely all these movies are actually pretty good um i love dogs and quiet place are like must watches from me so it's been a great week for movies (laughs) um yeah so uh that's about all i did uh i recorded and it was on a bonus barrel which is already posted i wanted to just plug that real quick uh we played legend of valkyrie which uh, i had to play it's a it's a really obscure arcade game i played it on mame and it interrupted my god of war time but at least it was only an hour <laughs> uh that was a pretty fun episode i sound pretty sleepy and kind of out of it in that one but i still had a great time and i appreciate them let me come on there and if you're first time you're listening to the show because of bonus barrel welcome hi everybody okay so that's it, and we're going to the next to- uh, next topic, next section of the show. It is the news of interest. I have a few little things here. We're going to start off with the latest Humble Bundle, which I don't normally do, but this one is pretty awesome. It is... Here, let me pick it up here. Ba, 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 ba. I had it open. Now it's open again. It is a Humble Capcom, Capcom, Capcom Cross Sega playstation bundle so pay what you want for dead rising dust force crazy taxi and monkey ball ps vita if you pay more than the average which right now it's 11.85 it changes it fluctuates probably going to be around that price when you get here you get resident evil hd remaster mega man legacy collection resident evil code veronica x sonic generations binary domain and alien isolation if you pay 15 or more dollars you get Dead Rising 2 and Valkyria Chronicles remastered and the coolest part about all this is either you get a PS3 or a PlayStation 4 code. You only get one code per game but that is so freaking awesome. Uh, I wanted to put this in here because if anybody has that there's $15 and you get 1, 2, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 games. 1, 2, 3, 4, 12 games, 12 games, 12 games for $15. Hey, you can't beat that price, guys. And uh, you can put as much as you want towards charity. So I thought it would be worth mentioning real quick. So, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I wanted to go over a little bit of the Nintendo numbers here. Uh, the Nintendo re- released some of their 2017 fiscal year earnings. Uh, so here we're just going to go over a little bit of this stuff. The Switch has sold 17.7 million units, which is 4 million more than Wii U. I'm getting all this information from Nintendo. And Super Mario Odyssey is the best-selling Switch game. It has 10.41 million copies, which is 58% of Switches have a plumber on them. (laughs) Nice. Um, 
Mario Kart 8 Deluxe has sold 9.22 million copies, outselling Wii U's Mario Kart 8, which is at 8.42 million units. Fucking insane. Um, let's see. Breath of the Wild is now the best-selling Zelda game of all time. So that is 8.48 million copies sold on Switch and more than a million on Wii U. The previous best-selling Zelda was Twilight Princess, but has now been surpassed, which is freaking incredible. So, we got Splatoon 2 has sold more than Splatoon 1. Splatoon 1 sold 4.9 million copies, and Splatoon 2 has sold 6.02 million copies, which is incredible. And even Kirby. Kirby has high sell- selling for a Kirby game. This is the best um, Kirby game, best-selling Kirby game ever, I think, according to this. What? Wow. 1.26 million units for Kirby, and that's the highest-selling Kirby game ever on Switch, and it's not even the best Kirby game ever. Wow. Nintendo's doing insane. Um, I, I don't. I know this is pretty obvious, but I just putting it out there like that is just fucking great. It's insane that that. Nintendo turned everybody's negative notion of them like, oh, the Wii U was a poor system, didn't sell well, didn't have lasting appeal, uh, had a really weird name that people just assumed it was an add-on for the Wii and they just kind of shrugged off. Went from that to having this insane console with amazing lineup of games, fantastic indie support, a really cool form factor, and they're on top of the world. And it's freaking awesome. And Nintendo continues to grow from because of the system. And Labo came out this week too. I didn't talk about that. But I watched some people play with Labo. Looks pretty fun. But not for me. If you have kids, I, I definitely think it would be worth picking up. Okay, and then there's another little Nintendo snippet of news. There's a new Nintendo president. <laughs> uh, so after... Satoru Iwata died a couple years ago. There was a new company president. It was Tatsumi Kamishima, which uh, Kimishima. I always say his name wrong, but yeah. Um, the new guy that's taking his place is 46-year-old Shuntaro Furukawa. Furukawa, and Kimishima, the guy that's Kermis. Kimishima, I'm so sorry, I'm butchering these names, will remain Nintendo. He's going to be at an uh, advisory role, but he's not officially, he's kind of retiring. He's basically retiring. Um, Basically, they wanted a younger person. He's been a director, outside director, He's been with Nintendo since 1994. He's been outside director for Pokemon Company since 2012 and has been managing executive officer, supervisor of corporate analysis and administration division and director of Nintendo. What the heck is that title? Since 2016. What? I'm going to say that title one more time. Supervisor of corporate analysis and administration division and director of Nintendo. Oh, that's such an official title. Now he's just president. <laughs> um yeah he 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 was involved with the switch of sales and marketing plans and spent 
he spent 10 years working in Europe and he is fluent in apparently he's fluent in English so people think that he will probably be running directs in the future too that's the rumor at least that's the scuttlebutt it's interesting it's a shakeup I don't know what that means for Nintendo but a younger uh, lead is probably a good thing yeah thought that was pretty interesting uh, also there was this uh, Halo Halo fan game that came out okay so it's called el durito right basically there was a, a game on the halo 3 engine called halo online that was meant for the russian market it never came out development ceased but a modding group took this launcher and have been met editing it modding it and they call it the el durito launcher and it's the El Dorito mod, and it's point the point six release came out. So basically, it's Halo Three Online with that classic multiplayer feel on PC with the server browser. They have like a Forge support. It's, it looks really cool. I haven't played it myself. I actually downloaded it, but they stopped making the mod because Microsoft asked them to. They didn't get a cease and assist. They didn't, get, they didn't get anything legal that told them to stop. Microsoft says, hey, let's stop. But the thing, which is pretty cool, here's a thing that 343 wrote in a post talking about this Halo mod. It says, while we are humbled and inspired to see the amount of passion poured into this project, the fact remains that it's built upon Microsoft owned assets that were never lawfully released or authorized for this purpose. As this project reverberated across the community, our team took a step back to assess the materials and explore possible avenues while Microsoft, like any other company, has a responsibility to protect its IP code and tra trademark. It's not optional in other words. So it was never made open source. It was never made abandonware. So they paused the de development of the mod. So basically, they've been having conversations with 343. And a Microsoft spokesperson has actually elaborated in an email to Kotaku. This is where I'm reading this. Halo has an incre incredibly passionate community, and we're always excited to see their creative creativity come to life. Creating equal... Creating quality Halo experiences on Windows 10 PC is important to us, and we have ambitions to further empower the Halo content creator community to operate in an official capacity and hope to partner together as we bring these plans to fruition. Oh my god, that was the most PREPR -E email I've ever seen. I did see something on Phil Spencer's Twitter, though. I'm going to find that real quick. Phil Spencer. We're doing this. Okay. So, he says, this is a tweet that he sent, right? This news, this point is important and is quoted. As we look ahead, we're very excited about the prospects of an official classic Halo experience making its way to PC. And we hope to be able to partner with El Dorito team in broaden mod and content creation community. So, it sounds like they're actually going to partner and create with this studio something for PC on Halo which is pretty awesome so this community driven mod to bring Halo to PC might actually come to PC officially in the future which is pretty awesome 
And this mod looks really in-depth and really crazy. You know, it reminds me of this thing called MW2 Reignited? No, that's the freaking Spyro game. <laughs> it's like MW2 IR and Modern Warfare 2 PC. It's basically there's this fan-made Modern Warfare 2 game I used to play a lot. Because uh, Modern Warfare 2 when it came to PC. So I'm talking about Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 if you don't know what I mean. They have the PC version. And I was really into this game around 09... 2009 10 I guess I was gonna say 09 2010 whatever I'm just looking at the trending stuff on Twitter there's some weird stuff going on here anyway I don't even want to know <laughs> um, but yeah what was I saying they had this mod that came out and uh, it, it created a server browser for Modern Warfare 2 with custom games and stuff because when that game came out, there was no server browser. And that's kind of a standard PC feature. Um, and it's funny because Overwatch is one of the biggest games of all time and it doesn't really have a server browser. And that was such a point of contention when that game came out. To Mo Modern Warfare 2 had just peer-to-peer -peer gameplay and that was it. And, and when, when I say peer-to-peer, -peer, so what happens when you play multiplayer games and you do peer-to-peer -peer is there's one person that's going to be host of the game. So basically there's going to be a 16-person lobby if it's 8 versus 8, right? So one person is going to be the host of that game. So they do like a little uh, – on your end, if you're host, you're going to have the advantage. You're going to have that milliseconds of advantage, and everybody connects to you via peer-to-peer -peer connection that's the same thing that's a similar way that torrents work but yeah so what a server browser does is they can have a server being hosted remotely say for me it'd probably be like a houston server houston based server and then we could all play off that server and it's more of a fair advantage and uh so people on pc are very 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 vocal when they say they want their server browser. Modern Warfare 2 didn't have that. So they made a mod version of it. And I used to love it because I could play gun game on there. Which is one of my favorite game modes. You kill somebody with a gun. You switch to another gun. Go through all of the guns and you win. So I used to play that all the time. And that one got taken down. But Activision didn't partner with that team. Nothing. They didn't say anything positive. They gave him cease and desist. And made him shut it down instantly. So this is a more positive move that Microsoft made and 343 Industries made, which I love to see. And you know what? I'm gonna I gotta click on this link here on Twitter. What is it? It says Star Trek 4. What is it? Let's see. Exclusive. Paramount, Skydance, and Bad Robot tapped SJ Clarkson as director for Star Trek 4. They're actually making a Star Trek 4 movie. Okay. It's directed by a woman though, which is pretty freaking rad. Anyway Okay, let's get away from Twitter. I'll keep clicking stuff, and we'll keep talking about it forever. We're going to wrap up the show. <laughs> let's wrap it up, guys. Uh, if you're watching the video version, I apologize. My dog is looking out the window. It's making the video video quality horrible because there's way too much light pouring in. Anyway, I think that's it. I appreciate, appreciate you guys checking out the show. If you're new to the show, thank you for stopping by. Let me know what I can do to improve. I have been trying my best to stop stuttering and stop saying uh and er and ah. I feel like I am getting better at that, that I can get my thoughts more aligned. Um, I'm not very good on 
shows where I'm guesting. Uh, I was on Retro Fandango a while ago. That was last year, I think September of last year. That was a lot of fun. That's one of the very first guest hosting on a podcast I ever did. And then I'm I'm on the Cartridge Club Prime podcast, which should be up eventually. Pretty probably in the next couple weeks. Um, and then I was on Bonus Barrel, which those guys are awesome. Hopefully, I get to do more with them in the future. Um, but yeah, uh, I hopefully get to go on other people's shows sometime too. I hope I don't know, but. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun, this whole entire journey with me just learning how to podcast. And I appreciate people letting me be a part of their shows and letting me, whatever you want to call my tone and my uh, personality onto their shows. It's fun. Because um, that's what it's all about. But if you're brand new to the show, go to iTunes, whatever you're listening to. I just realized when I put the mac and cheese recipe on this dock, I said, that is yum town, yum town. Why would I write that? That's yum town, guys. Go try that mac and cheese, yum town. Okay. I'm easily distracted today, obviously, right? Uh, so I need to eat lunch. I haven't eaten lunch yet. So I'm going to get off of here and eat lunch and go play some God of War. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you're on YouTube. Leave me a rating, comment. If you're on Podbean, leave me a comment. If you're on iTunes, leave me a rating, a comment. If you're on any of those things, you can always go to cartridgeclub.org. Check out other people's stuff there. They got blogs, videos, awesome podcasts, amazing stuff over there. Great people. Best community on the internet. I don't just say that because I have to, because I don't have to, guys. I don't have to. I love them over there, though. They're great guys. All those people. Great guys and gals, actually. I, don't, I should say that. <laughs> okay, I'm going to shut up. Before I put my foot in my own mouth. and s- Yeah. Um, CartridgeClub.org slash forum. There is a whole entire forum dedicated to this podcast. Click on that. Frantic Thoughts. Click on this episode. Leave me a comment below. We got Mr. Diego in there commenting up a storm like always which is always appreciated thank you so much one of the only commenters i get <laughs> i don't get any interaction okay that was a horrible fake cry <laughs> it's fine um i love doing this that's the main point so thank you so much for watching hopefully we will may- be making some videos soon but i've been very distracted with video games and i, I usually make videos when i want to I don't know. I, I'm making these E3 videos. I don't know if I'll put the audio on the feed yet. We'll see how the videos come out first. But if the audio works in audio form, I will post the E3 videos in audio form on the Frantic Thoughts feed just because. Because that's fun. But as always, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for stopping by and giving me less than an hour of your week to talk about just random fun stuff. And as always, which I've said as always like five times, you stop doing that. And thank you so much for listening. I'll see you guys next week. Have a great weekend. Do something fun. See a freaking movie. Go see Quiet Place. That movie's so good. Go see Avengers. That actually comes out. Hopefully I get to see that before next episode. Who knows? 
But thank you for listening. Thank you for stopping by. This is a very long ending. So I'm going to wrap it up now. See you later. Bye. Ooh, that one's high pitched. Did you hear how high pitched that was? Hi. I said hi. Why did I say hi? Okay, I'll try this one last time. Bye. <laughs> wow, that was bad ending.